KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, the Outdoor Hour, giving you the inside scoop on the great outdoors, presented by Park Ridge Medical Clinic on 1077 The Franchise. As long as I can remember, I've been drawn to the outdoors. There's something primal in each of us that awakens when we step outside the bounds of modern society and back into the vast possibilities of the natural world. The more civilized our lives become, the louder our hearts cry for reconnection with our native ways. Failure is imminent, dangers drawing nigh, but approached with reverence and tact, the outdoors return wisdom in game. In both the outdoors and in life, harvests are fleeting, but lessons and memories abound. With that in mind, we step forth boldly together in pursuit of ourselves outdoors. We are nothing more than tree stand troubadours. Welcome inside the Outdoor Hour presented by Park Ridge Medical Clinic. I'm your host, Taylor Maples. We got Josh Stratton with us on the phone line this week from Salt Lake City covering some Mule Deer Foundation duties. We'll dive into some of that. As always, Todd Lizenby behind the glass and a couple of very special guests inside the studio this week from Oki Hides and Woods County Whitetails. Please help us welcome Roy Potter and Rivers Wynn into the Outdoor Hour. Thanks for being with us this week. Our pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having us. Rivers, glad to have you, Roy. Glad to have you back. We had you on an episode it was early this fall right october i think yeah you got to remind me october november go like a flash right being an outfitter yeah if that's what you say bow season was open i remember um i think you guys had put down some pretty good deer already yeah we killed super slammer he's uh 189 and i think we had uh danker and a few guests out by then and we were getting geared up and going into muzzleloader you guys have done a couple of really cool things this year for starters. Between Oki Hides and what you guys have going on out at Woods County Whitetails, um, you're going to be on a couple of shows, TV shows and things like that this year. We can talk a little bit more about those. But you've had some cool hunts out there um, with some individuals of different demographic categories and things like that from children to um, different handicap accessible things. I'd love yeah, to dive into some of that from, today. From a five-year-old, his first deer which is very difficult to get a five-year-old on a deer, by the way. You go through fruit snacks and Cheez-Its to Minecraft to coloring and drawing to coughing to... Sounds like taking me on to, a hike. Yeah. To was, dancing was, in the blind. <laughs> and without that Oki Hides, we probably wouldn't have the success we had. We had blacked-out curtains. You know, we napped on the floor. Uh, but you know what? We got it done. We got it done. A five-year-old. Yeah. I, I shot my deer at 12, 13, somewhere in there, and, I, and that's usually about... Your first deer. Right, and that's usually... So, and it was his decision. I asked him if he wanted to shoot a deer, and he said, yeah, Papa, it's my grandson. And uh, so we got a death grip tripod, and we got the phone scope, and we practiced on the range, and he was a great shot and good trigger pull. And I said, let's go see what we can see. And it took us two sets Two sets. Yeah, two evening sets, because I can't get them up in the morning to go hunting. <laughs> can't get me up either. <laughs> Rivers, did you go with on this hunt? Yes. Because it's your son, Anson, yes. that we're talking about. Yeah, we had all the cameras go in. We had a phone set up in the corner. I was recording. I had my nice big camera, and so we got it documented, and it was amazing. Honestly. More nervous. I think I was more excited. I was going to say more nervous than when you're oh, doing yeah. it yourself. Oh, yeah. It was more exhilarating than whenever I go hunting. Rivers so. has killed some big deer. When you go into the Oki Hides offices, there's some big deer in there, and she's very quick to point out which oh, ones yeah. are hers. Yeah, she's a killer. <laughs> yeah, I got to kill a deer this year, first time yeah, in three years. Amazing. That was a good deer, too. It, it's a big deer. One of the better, I mean, there's a lot. Of, we talk on the show a lot about the names that we give deer in Oklahoma. Tomb Raider is one of the better names I've heard. Yeah, I can't take credit for that. The landowner, Greg Northern, uh, invited me over. It wasn't a Woods County Whitetails deer. You know, unfortunately, I don't get to hunt those deer when you're in the deer business. You know, those, yeah. those are for clients. Sure. But I got an invite to go to a ranch, which was five miles from, from our ranch. He said, you want to look at it? And I said, if I'm going to look at it, I'm taking my bow, and I'm going to look at it. And it took me two sets to get that deer. That deer came in. It was early November. 
the shot was going to be far. We knew it was going to be 45. The closest shot we'd get, we were kind of sitting in a cedar tree on the ground, kind of Fred Bear style. Mm -hmm. And uh, no feeders, no nothing like that. We just kind of patterned this buck. And uh, he came in. Matter of fact, he came in with two 150 class bucks that we just walked. You know, these were these were great shooters, but it wasn't the deer we were there to see. And Tomb Raider came out like 3:30 in the afternoon, and those other bucks were a little more mature, and they bumped them out of the area. And he was walking out of my life, and I told Greg, Greg's trying to film, and I finally said, put the camera down, range it, range it, range it for me. And he's ranging it, you know, 48, 50, 52, 53. He said 54 twice. I rolled my single pin to 54, drew back. I held steady, and he was slightly cornering to it. And I shoot an old bow, you know, like a 20-year-old Matthews, slow, 200-some feet a minute probably. And I remember that arrow launch and, you know, like an arch. The Luminoc lit up, and it, it stuck him good. He mule kicked. Uh, we came back later, about three hours later, with Marley, a tracking dog. Uh, and he went 600 yards, double-lunged. Ended up taping in the mid-160s, 12-inch twos, real narrow, just tall, beautiful deer. He's a good deer. We posted a picture on the yeah. Outdoor Hour social media of that. We can uh, bump that up to the top this week so people can see that. I may need some more pictures. You know, what's, yeah, what's good about this is... At the Backwoods show here in, what, a couple months? Yeah, beginning of March. We will have Super Slammer, Broccoli Top, The Phantom, uh, No Name, Tomb Raider. A lot of our big deer that we harvest from Woods County Whitetails, our taxidermist Felix gets them out pretty quick. So people can come and actually see these deer we're talking about. You've mentioned a couple of things already that I want to kind of pause on. For starters, talking about Anson, your five-year-old that shot a good deer. You literally mentioned like playing on the iPad, taking a nap, dancing around is something yes. you said. If you've never coughing. been coughing, coughing nonstop. <laughs> if you've never been in an oaky hide, you you can't really wrap your brain around what we're talking mm -mm. about. These things are so overbuilt, over reinforced, overthought of, but even just the quality and, and what amazed me most sitting in mine and watching you guys put this thing out is we, we joke that we drilled those T-posts of China in them. Yeah. Like, you could literally jump yeah. around, <laughs> dance around, and this thing is not going to move. It's not going to squeak. Like, it has basically become one with the earth. It is, And yeah. it gives you the opportunity to have a five-year-old out there. Or even me, like, I'm a little antsy from time to time. Sometimes you get a tickle in your throat You, you, you can cough. be a, a little sloppy in the blind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you can get away with you accidentally touch the, the frame with your arrow or your gun or... You dropped your binoculars or whatever it may be. Yeah. Chances are you're still going to have that opportunity. And especially for people in today's world with social media and all that, there's so much self-filming going on. I do not believe that you can be both a good hunter and produce your own quality self. No, no there's can. no You've way. You've really got to no pick way. one or the other. But in a hide like you guys produce with the extra windows and the shelving and the extra space you've got a little bit more of a chance to actually get that camera in the right place without spooking everything you do, down in you front do. of you. I, I filmed my wife killing a really big deer, 160-class buck, uh, with a bow out of Noki Hides, and I'm trying to film it, and uh, it didn't turn out at all. It's harder than you think. It's when you get really to filming, hard. you're paying attention to what the deer's doing. You're paying attention to what's going on your phone or your camera. It's It's difficult. I give props to... All the men who do it, all the, all the women who do it, too. Well, you guys have some new products that we want to talk about. Um, a little tease here. If you've been on the Oki Hide social media, you've gotten a little bit of a tour of this new, what, 14 windows in yeah, this hide? 14 windows, vertical windows, all four sides. Uh, the floor is 6 by 8 with an 8-foot ceiling on an 8-foot base. Uh, after last year going to shows, talking to some hunters, talking to TV personalities, everybody wanted more room. And we, like, took that challenge. Let's let's build the biggest blind, the nicest blind the industry has ever seen. And that's exactly what we did. It is 
it blows you away. That's why I invited you the other day. Yeah. It's like, you've got to come see this thing. You've got to come see it. Uh, we really, there's shelving everywhere. It's hard to explain how it's cool Unless it you're is. in it, you're, you're not going to even be able to wrap your mind around it. There's even a bigger door. Yeah, the door. So we made the door six inches taller. So it's mainly like your standard door at the house. Yeah. It's insane. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's it a really, shed on a on a stand on a platform. <laughs> honestly, it's ridiculous. It's like it a is. clubhouse. It's insane. <laughs> it's a yeah, clubhouse. Absolutely. It's now, a penthouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we 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 thought about that name, the penthouse, and the you know the Taj Mahal and the Ritz Carlton and all that. We we really don't have an official name, but we kind of been calling it the Royal or the Royale, whatever. You know, if, if anybody has a is that because a, of the metric system? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> Check out the big brain on bread. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. If anybody has a good name for it, Blind, let us know. And we'll we'll definitely think about that. But we're going to debut it in less than five weeks at the SCI chapter in Michigan. Uh, it's got about 1,200, 1,300 miles to go. It's uh, It hasn't been to paint yet. It's, it's completed. The base is done. The inside's done. We just QC'd it that day I called you. Yeah. Uh, and from there, it just gets exterior. Uh, it's going into brown camo. The next one, we're building three right off the bat. We'll have one at the Backwoods Show. It will probably be a green one. Um, we're, 2023, I was just telling Rivers this year, I mean, walking in, this is going to be our year. Yeah. I mean, things are really happening. we got a lot of people in these blinds. We've gotten a lot of exposure and we've met a lot of great people going to all the shows that we've, yes, we've been we've to made through contacts. Texas through the Hunters Association. Those contacts make contacts, and it just, it's snowballing. Yeah. And the blind speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. If I can get you in the blind, you're going to love it. Mm-hmm. I just got to get you in there. Yeah, and you guys taking them on the road is the first step of that. But they're local. You guys are right here in yeah. Oklahoma City. You've got oh, a new facility. That's right. We do. We way outgrew our other facility. You've been there. It was small. Yep. We just moved same street to the east a couple hundred yards. A building came available with a, a large yard so we could put all of our inventory. We can go ahead and put some blinds up so if people want to come in and look at them, they can go actually try them on, sit in them, and, and take a you know tour of the facility. It's, it's much, much larger. We, we staffed up. We're still looking for help, and uh, we just can't build them fast enough. You said you're you're looking for finishers. Yeah, sheet metal, carpenters, some paint. You know, people that can run a caulking gun, a rivet gun, a skill saw, read a tape measure. Was what we don't want is any lack in quality. Yeah. But a lot right. of this is stuff that you could teach, right? It is. All these guys we've taught, but you got to have a little bit of natural talent too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're interested in working in the outdoor category with some really good people. I highly recommend getting a hold of Rivers and Roy at Oakey Hides. We've got Josh Stratton on the phone line from Salt Lake City uh, with the Mule Deer Foundation. Josh, you don't shoot many mule deer out of hides, do you, buddy? No, no, they don't like to stay put. Um, <laughs> but they uh, a lot of tracking them down, right? Yeah. Uh, but hey, man, uh, we got we got a couple of Okies that are about to figure that out. Uh, well, winner of the mule deer giveaway. Uh, we, we did. do, yeah. Not, we not gave away a, Yep, we gave away that mule deer trip to Idaho for this coming fall. Uh, Nathan Shampoo and uh, his good buddy. You guys will get a kick out of this. I have to tell everybody this story. Um, we drew a winner. For yeah, this we know mule deer you killed the black. Te- you, you killed the black bear in Idaho. I wasn't yeah. even going to go there yet. <laughs> But since you brought it up, Josh, I did kill a black bear last year in Idaho. Let's see how many times he brings yeah. it up. This that's show. once. <laughs> that's once. once. So, and Josh yeah. punked me with that. I got to tell this story. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, our listeners have actually started a drinking game. I was um, just going to say that, he, Josh. He only gave us water, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or we'd be playing. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah, why don't you we talk about it a lot? Yeah. Yeah. So hey, Josh punked too. me. 
uh, over, what was that, about a week ago, um, I sent him a picture. Oh, here's how it all started. Over Christmas, I've got an eight-year-old uh, nephew and a five-year-old niece, and I took some of the bear meat to Christmas this year. We made some really good bear carnitas tacos. How'd those turn out? They were so good. Really? Yeah, it's the second time I'd done something with the bear meat, and it was much better this time. I smoked some the first time, and it dried out quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Keeping it kind of damp, doing uh, the carnitas was a really good idea. That but, sounds good. So I sent Josh a couple of pictures of this, and he says, bro, how'd you come across some bear meat? And I'm not really thinking about it. I'm like, dude, you've been on this show like 10 times. How did you, are you not paying it? Like, I killed a bear this year. He's like, no way, where? And I was like, we gave away a trip. We went to Idaho. It's kind of been a whole thing. And he's like, dude, I'm totally messing with you. <laughs> that's funny. He set you up for that one. Yeah, I deserved it. I walked that, right that's into fair. it. Yeah, well, I, I was like, man, I didn't know you were into bear hunting. That was one of the things I told him. And uh, and then I, he was like, yeah, I went to Idaho. And I was like, man, that's crazy. You should you should tell that story on air sometime. And that's and when it got like, me. That's when I realized, <laughs> okay. <laughs> good. good for you. By the way, if you missed last week's episode, we did the best of 2022. And I could have... What I could have done if I would have spent the time editing, I could have just gone back and found every time you told the story and just played it consecutively over and over and over. And, and we're, we're 11 days into the year, and we're still talking about but the bear. Then, but then again, we only have one hour to fill. So see, if we had three or four hours, yeah. I would do that. What I want to do is see how much bigger this bear gets every time I tell the story. We yeah. need. Have you seen the uh, the photoshops where people can take something and like Photoshop it? Yes. They, yeah. We need to have someone do that with your bear photo. Like they do that, and they like I'm make your good neck. at Photoshop. Are you? There you go. <laughs> there we go. By Here the end go. of it, it's going to look like a monster. Ten foot. I mean, it was bear. a monster. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a Sasquatch. <laughs> We got to hit a break, guys. When we come back, I want to have Josh talk a little bit more about what's going on with the Mule Deer Foundation. He is out in Salt Lake City actually doing some work this week, Josh. Congratulations. First uh, first Thank trip you. to the office for the year. Um, we got Roy Potter and Rivers Wynn here in studio from Oki Hides, and we've got a lot more stories and fun ahead inside this week's Outdoor Hour. If you're one of the 20 million men in America struggling with ED, check out Park Ridge Medical Clinic. They've got a brand new office here in Oklahoma City, and they use a brand new state-of-the-art clinically proven technology that's called acoustic wave therapy. No more pills, no more needles. They can actually repair blood vessels and regenerate blood flow to where you want it most. If ED is something that you have been dealing with, call Park Ridge Medical today. 405-839-7000. That's 405-839-7000. Back with more from Josh Stratton, Roy Potter, and Rivers Wynn after this Inside the Outdoor Hour. Welcome back to the Outdoor Hour, talking all things outdoors. Presented by Park Ridge Medical on 1077 The Franchise. Welcome back inside the Outdoor Hour segment number two with everyone, not everyone, I can't say everyone because this is a small part of the crew, but the people that I know from Oki Hides are here, Roy yeah. Potter, Rivers Wynn. There's a lot We've behind got, the scenes. There's so many behind the scenes. Do you guys want to give, I'll give you a little bit of space. You want to have some words for your team here in the Outdoor oh, Hour? Geez, it, what can you say? They're the guys making all the magic happen. And it's magic. It I mean, is. They're, they're getting in there doing 10 to... 12, 13 hours a day, six, seven days a week with me constantly going in there and looking at to make <laughs> sure the product is where we want it and need it to be. But all those guys back at the shop, the welders, fabricators, finishers, uh, and the help we get that, you know, uh, select coatings and city, city trailers. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're the, the real superstars, I think. We've talked about these hides. And Chuck Whitehead, because if I don't mention him, he'll be upset. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Got the mention. Yeah. We've talked about these hides for weeks on end. You've been on the show before. Cannot iterate enough just how impressive these things are from the concept, the design of them, the ability to have stairs with railings on both sides and 26-gauge Stairs at the right angle. Yeah. I mean, you're not climbing a ladder to get up into these That's things. That's right. Like, this is just the most accessible that you could make 
being in the outdoors and trying to do what it is we want to do. And, and I love the doors that you guys have opened for people with this, like your son, Anson Rivers, that can get out at five years old and kill a good deer. And, you know, me being able to bring out my eight-year-old nephew and my dad, who is not going to be able to climb a tree stand at his age, but he can get up in an oaky hide. And we had a number of really good sits together and just cool quality time this year in a way that we've never had before and we never would have been able to if it weren't for the Oki hide. So, That's amazing. Yeah, for starters, thank you guys for creating yeah. those kinds of opportunities for me personally, but just for people out there. Yeah. It really, I know you guys do this because you love it, right? We say all the time, you guys are welders and fabricators by trade, but you're outfitters and outdoorsmen by choice. But you've really found a perfect marriage between those things with this product of the Oki hide, and it's opening so many doors for people. And the catch-22 is always, we want more people in the outdoors. We just want them to go do it elsewhere, right? But you have opened so many of these doors for people in Oklahoma, and the word is starting to spread like wildfires. You guys are taking these things to Texas and, you know, further up north. Like, you guys, you said 2023 is going to be your year, and, I mean, I felt like 2022 was your year, but it's exciting no. to see where you're headed. No, we just want the outdoor industry to, to know the name and know the blind, and that that's happening we we know it is. Remember, we never want to be the biggest. Yeah, we just want to be the best. Yeah, you know we're we're building Mercedes and Lamborghinis is what we're how we feel about it. Yeah, and they truly are. If you've not sat or seen sat in or seen an Oki hide, you need to get down. And, and they're not the most expensive blind out there. No, by far they're just the best. They are the best. They're just the best. <laughs> Absolutely. Okiehides is the website if you want to learn more. You can follow them on social media. They've got great content. I mean, these things are all over the place. You've got people like Jeff Danker hunting out of these things. Uh, the guys from Final Descent Outdoors have a number of Mike these things. Mike Hambat yep. with the uh, Big Deer TV. Yep, absolutely. So these these are really reputable hides, um, and and they're just high quality. Thanks we, for. We talked to Brad Clay about uh, maybe doing something fun at the Backwood Show in Oklahoma City. Really? So you'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. Coming up, uh, I it's the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know if that's like the second, third, and fourth. I think it's around um, the third, fourth, and fifth. Yeah, third, fourth, and fifth. The... Yep, of March. Um, Oklahoma State you Fairgrounds. Will, you will be there. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yep. Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Expo. It's definitely one to put on your calendar for that's sure. Fun. i got to come see Tomb Raider. Yeah, and, you know, Super Slammer yep. really is the one I'm really looking forward to see again. Yeah. Uh, broccoli top, the Phantom. You know we had That's the such a good we name, had broccoli the, top. We had John, one of the VPs of Trigicon, hunt with us, and he killed a hammer of a deer. It was the last buck we killed of the season, and he got it. You know, mid one sixties deer. Cool hunt. There's really just so many. I think we harvested about twenty two bucks. And every one of them has a great story, right? And mm -hmm. every one of them is probably everyone's largest deer that they've taken. Yeah. We had a 100% shot opportunity. We were 98% successful. The other few, uh, they made bad shots. Archery, you know how that can happen. And, yeah. and we did our efforts to find them. And we got Marley out to track, and we found that those deer were still alive and doing well. One of them actually showed back up on the feeder. Uh, so it's tough. But we will get you that opportunity. To be able to speaking save. of archery, Taylor shot a bear. Yeah, with a bow. With a bow. Yeah. Oh yeah. So throw that I out. I haven't Number heard. Two. Of, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> if you're playing along at home, drink. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a good trip. We gave away that bear trip. We gave away a mule deer trip. We're also in the process now uh, of giving away a fly fishing trip of a lifetime, and this is something we're really excited about here at the Outdoor Hour. Um, Josh, you can talk a little bit about this too if you want, so feel free to jump in. But through uh, J.D. Adams and Company Fly Shop here in Oklahoma City, now through February 26th, if you get down to the Fly Shop, uh, you can drop your name in the bucket for a chance to win a trip for two to Yellowstone National Park fly wow. fishing this year. Um, flights, meals, lodging, licenses, all of that covered for you and a guest. 
plus you're going to win a thousand dollars shop credit at the fly shop so get into jd adams and company they are on north may avenue at 122nd it is one of my favorite places just to go sit and hang out in the city um, so if you're an outdoorsman or outdoors woman i highly recommend getting in there and just meeting the guys listening to some stories, watching the uh, slideshow of the permit they've caught and all this going across the wall. Like, it is such a cool spot to go. And for every $100 that you spend in the shop now through February 26th, you can get an additional ticket. So go in, get yourself that new outfit that you've been looking for to get set up. Um, drop a couple of tickets in that bucket. Check come it on. out. Yeah, absolutely. Josh, you're out in Salt Lake City this week, Mule Deer Foundation stuff. What are you guys up to? Man, we are busy as can be. Um, you know, it's kind of the ramp up. You know, it's obviously trade show season. So um, between SHOT Show next week and South Safari Club Show last week, and uh, and then before too long, it, it'll be our show. Uh, we have the Western Hunt and Conservation Expo that happens here in Salt Lake City and welcomes about 70,000 uh, people to it and raises, um, you know, $9.4 million for conservation in three days. So um, wow. it's, a, it's a good time. It's a lot of hands on deck right now to prepare ourselves for that, and as well as, you know, sprinkling some strategic planning for the next three years and uh, some filming for our friends uh, over at Loophold. And it's a, it's a busy week this week. What, uh, what are you most excited about that's coming up? Man, we've been working, you know, th this year in general is a really wonderful um, time to reflect for the Mule Deer Foundation. It's, this uh, 2023 represents the 35th year of the organization. And so uh, back in November, I started a film, um, which will premiere in July. But I brought the original founder of the organization out from California um, to believe, believe it or not, to all places, to Idaho. Um, for a mule deer hunt with our chief conservation officer and our friends over at Drift West and and a dear friend of mine Ed Anderson and so um, man we we hiked into some public land there um, on a muzzle loader tag and uh, just in a really beautiful area uh, between Loman and Stanley Idaho and uh, had a darn good time and got to capture some of the the genesis story of the organization and spend some time with the man who has dedicated a lot of his life to conservation and mule deer and black-tailed deer. And so I'm really excited about this this film. Um, this will be the first time in 35 years we can really retrospectively look back and go to places where we've made an impact and, and tell the story of specific herds and uh, important volunteers and donors along the way, as well as uh, paint the picture for the next 35 years. So super excited about that project. Um, working on some stuff um, in uh, Alaska. And, uh, and then we have our expo. So the expo is, a, you know, really an all-hands-on-deck situation, but we have some really big announcements that we're going to be making um, this year at expo, which is um, really, really exciting. And, um, man, I, I, I wish I could spill the beans today, but uh, we'll, we'll just Come on. wait a few weeks. Do it. Um, what do you got? So, <laughs> that, no, that definitely can't happen. Um, but uh, text it to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll do excited. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was fun to be at Dallas Safari Club show and to be running into two brands that believe in what we're doing, and for them to echo their excitement for Expo and how it's their favorite show of the year. And, um, and you know, Yeti is coming back this year, and they hadn't been in a couple of years. And their marketing team talking about how excited they were to be back on board and back at the event, and how meaningful the event is for them as an organization. And so, um, and that's that's really exciting to hear that you're doing things the right way, and that people want to be a part of what you're doing. And you know, the cool thing about our show is it is consumer. Uh, it is a consumer show, so it's not like Shot Show or ATA. Um, it is open to the public and you know we have some really fun galas um you know we have a uh, hunter girl who was an american idol runner-up she's playing on thursday night we have uh ned ledoux chris ledoux's son is, is playing uh, saturday night uh, at that gala and so it's some great music and great time and a lot of people are just really excited to raise money 
uh, for conservation and, and make an impact on the landscape of the mule deer and the black-tailed deer in, in North America. We talk a lot in this show, obviously being based in Oklahoma, about white-tailed deer. And you've kind of made a career out of white-tailed deer now, Roy. Do you have any experience with mule deer or I black-tailed? I don't. Not, not as much as I would like, you know. It's almost embarrassing to say to I haven't that. even killed a mule deer. Same. Let's go do it. But my wall is covered with whitetails. Yeah. <laughs> and when it comes time to go hunting, I'm guiding. Yeah. You know? It's, it's a hard life, but we were talking about that during the break. It's it's not really as glamorous. Yes, it's fun to be in the outdoors and to make a living in the outdoors mm-hmm. is a blessing in its own way, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot of time away. And like you said, how many years has it been since you killed a good buck? Because yeah. you're always working when you're yeah. out. There. I've had a lot of invites to go mule deer hunting, some of them in Idaho uh, and other places. It's Idaho's just... a good place to go hunt. Yeah, don't say it. <laughs> Number three. Can't say, can't say it's bear. A good, it's a good It's to save yourself. Uh, it's a good place in general to go recreate. And I, I feel like Idaho at times kind of gets overlooked. For the Wyoming's or the Montana's or the Colorado's, and you know, probably in Idaho, everyone would like me to shut my mouth. Right I was going to say, why don't you just give away some coordinates and we'll be done with it? <laughs> man. Drop a pin, Holy please. Cow. <laughs> but man, it's a uh, that's a rad place. It's beautiful. Um, it's beautiful there for sure. Yeah, and I, I just love the people, man. I love the culture. Um, you know, there's there's still people farming and ranching in that country on a higher percentage of than people just being second homeowners and you know there's still people who call it home and for you know i think that says a lot about a place when when people are calling it home all year round and uh loving on each other and and living a life uh together instead of a bunch of transients coming in and out we got to take another break when we come back we'll have more in our final segment with josh stratton from the mule deer foundation Roy Potter and Rivers Wind from Oki Hides and Woods County Whitetails. Before we get out of this segment, though, I want to say thanks again to the guys over at Pedago OKC. If you've been listening to the show, you know that I've been riding this Pedago Element e-bike all year long. I first picked it up really early in the summer, and I got it out on the trails to go bass fishing. Um, had a lot of fun. It's got kind of a cage on the back that I can strap my tackle to. Um, and it literally just, it was the most fun that I have had riding a bike in a long time. And I love riding bikes. That's saying quite a bit. Um, but it just makes things a little bit easier. In the heat of the summer, I could get out there and not just completely exhaust myself getting where I wanted to go. Now that it's deer season, I can get back in a little further, go a little more quietly, um, not be leaving as much scent down. The night that I shot my good uh, bow buck this year, I actually had ridden the Pedago element back in. Um, and I really credit that for my ability to sneak in when winds were not ideal for me to get where I was going by being able to do it without just walking in on my two feet. If you've never been on an e-bike and you're interested in maybe upping uh, your level of exercise in the new year, maybe that's your resolution is to get back in shape, um, get on a Pedago e-bike. They can make it easier for you to go further and kind of control your level of exertion in a way like never before. If you mention the outdoor hour, you'll receive a 10% discount, so make sure make sure you do that. Go see Lance over at Pedago OKC. They're on the west side of Lake Hefner on MacArthur Boulevard. Go for a test ride today. I promise it'll be the most fun you have all week. We're going to be back after this inside the outdoor hour presented by Park Ridge Medical. Now back to the outdoor hour presented by Park Ridge Medical with your host Taylor Maples on 1077 the franchise and the franchise mobile app. Welcome back inside the Outdoor Hour, presented by Park Ridge Medical Clinic, Oklahoma's only outdoor radio show. We're glad to have you join us. Seriously, we kind of joke about it, but we are so grateful that you would consume outdoor content, that you're doing it on the radio, whether you're listening to the podcast or the live show on Wednesday nights, maybe the re-air on Sunday mornings. Thank you guys for being with us inside the Outdoor Hour. We are so proud to be Oklahoma, uh, an Oklahoma entity, and to partner with so many great Oklahoma brands. We've got a couple of people from one of those Oklahoma 
brands in studio this week. Roy Potter and Rivers Wind from Oki Hides are here. Manufactured, made, everything right here, not only in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma City. You can actually go down and see your hide be built. You can chat with the welders, the fabricators, the finishers. Yeah. I mean, literally start to finish. Come in and custom order it. We'll draw it up on the dry erase board, however you want to configure You just get a 12-footer because somebody needed a little bit more height. Yeah, and that's probably that's one of my favorite yeah, blinds. Yeah. We'll yeah. have one at the Backwoods show as well. Just because of having just that couple extra so feet. It's a wow and, factor. Yeah. It, it really wow. is. I mean, any of these hides that you walk up underneath has that wow factor. Yeah. The first time I was at your yard, even at the older facility, I was blown away between the ground rounds that are there that you have that look basically like hay bales yeah. um, with some windows. It's, it's a weird mix of like a hay bale and a tornado shelter. Well, we actually will have the double window ground round there this year. Okay. So instead of just a single window on the one side, it gets yeah. you some more view. and Yeah, yeah so after you know field testing it and hunting it, Rivers and I killed her last buck out of it. There was a blind spot, so we had to correct that. We, In the ground round. Yeah, yes. we felt like there was... You know, I was we were both peeking see, through the same window. I couldn't window. see where I needed to see. Sure. So we went back to the shop and we're like, we need a window here as well. Open it up. Hmm. That's what we did. Literally field tested. <laughs> and actually that's standard equipment now. We're yeah. not we're not manufacturing single sided ground rounds anymore. But it's amazing. There are so many products in any industry, but in the outdoor category especially, where people say, Hey, come spend your money. We're gonna make you better anglers, we're gonna make you better hunters. And most of this stuff is just gimmicky crap, right? Like, you don't need to spend your money on that. You need to spend your money on an oaky hide. Like, if you want to be in the outdoors comfortably, your sits in length will increase. You can go out there and sit for a longer period, more comfortably. Literally, like the office chair that I'm yeah. lounging in right now is That's what I hunt yeah. in. That's right. Yeah, in my oaky hide. And it can I just squeaks. Say, yeah. The one thing that, I, that stands out to me about oaky hides is I was just reading a story this week about a Mississippi hunter who killed a buck with a gun that was passed down from his dad 30 years ago mm -hmm. and you talk about it all the time if you get one of these you can pass it down to your kids yeah, right this last, is how well last centuries built. centuries yeah. Yeah. yeah 26 gauge galvanized sheeting um you've got the largest landing on the uh stairway in the industry blackout curtains marine grade carpeting all standard equipment yeah like you guys have literally thought of everything and the, you know it's like the Apple products of the outdoor category. <laughs> you have predicted what hunters are going to need, yeah, and we, literally. Before it, they know they exactly. need it. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. we didn't want to have you to have an option. You don't want to have a box say, yeah, I want that, and then the price goes up. And just like at Woods County Whitetails, we don't have a trophy fee. That's just the standard equipment that you're going to get. Yeah. You know. You're going to get the best. You're don't give them any ideas. There's, there's going to be face there's ID. No, <laughs> there's no hidden charges. It's going to yeah. be face ID to get in the blind. Now. I need right. retinol. You know, and I don't want a scanner. Exactly. <laughs> Thumbprint to entry. But you guys are one of so many Oklahoma companies that are in this space. And I know you guys have relationships with several of these others. What does it mean to you guys to get to be an Oklahoma company and to reinvest the way that you do in Oklahomans? I'll let Rivers answer that one. You know, I think it's really amazing. Like, you go to all these shows, you go to Texas, and there's Oklahomans that are like, I didn't even know that y'all were down there. And so you get to just see these people come full circle. It's like you're not even in your own state, but they're still coming back to you whenever they're there. And, you know, it's just, it's just great being an Oklahoman. You get to go on... Other than maybe the guys from, like, Oklahoma Land Pro and people that do, you know track real estate you probably get to see more cool ranches than most outfitters oh ever do oh yeah yes. we have seen some beautiful ranches yes. we've delivered and set blinds up South has anybody Texas ever asked insane. you to sign like an nda like have you ever had this not yet but this year maybe okay. <laughs> <laughs> we you can't talk to people about what you've seen on yeah. this property that, that guy's name will leave his name out of it <laughs> but the man that ordered that 12 foot and we set up his his oh ranch was absolutely very bright. well manicured it was like a golf course where he hunted what is impressive about ranches to you is it the food plots is it how they all of positioned it. things all of it yeah and and 
you know, if they have big deer or not. Yeah. You it's know. insane to see how everyone sets up their stuff differently. Sure. And how there's just different landscape, different views. It's, mm-hmm. you know, every single one's different. Yeah, they, they ask us how to set the blinds up, and we, we advise what we think, but we don't know your ranch. Yeah. We don't know where they come from. Uh, we don't know your predominant wind. There's a lot of factors that go in. Before we set one up on Woods County Whitetails, there's more than a day or two or longer of thought process before we even head out there with the blind. Or moving it. Or even that's We've it. We've had to move it multiple times. Taylor, you've told a story about when they put the one in that you were like, it's good. And they were like, no, it's not level. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be perfect because they were working <laughs> you're going to so spend hard. that much time building it, right? You yeah. want yeah, it to absolutely. be perfect. They were working so hard to get this right that I jumped in and grabbed the shovel because I got to a point wow. that I felt bad at the amount of effort that you and your guys were this spending This next out time there. we move it, it'll just be half-ass, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and we are. We're about to I'm move just, it. I'm just joking, guys. It, it'll be perfect again. But. We're about to move it. We've decided we want it on a different piece of property. Um, but seriously, even that, you guys have been so easy to work with. You are so like eager to have these conversations and do these things. You can tell that it's truly a passion of everybody it is. in the company. And it shows in the, the craftsmanship, the quality. I mean, even the parts that you guys use and the way that you assemble them all the way out to the way that they're actually drilled into the ground. Yeah. Our, our saying is first-class blinds built for the hunt. You know, we mean it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't take a little bit more money to go first class. Yeah. We've talked about the deer that you've killed. What are the deer that you're chasing? Yeah, so next year's hit list, I have a lot of clients already saying, what's on next year? Uh, I kind of keep that under my hat until it gets around summertime and I get the velvet pictures of them. And I just kind of keep sprinkling breadcrumbs, so to speak, for Mm -hmm. these clients. But I guarantee you, we will have some hammers, some 180s, 190s, our typical 150s, 160s, booners, 170s. We shoot those every year. Uh, and after you do it almost every year, it's not luck anymore, right? And when you get a 100% shot opportunity? Rate, opportunity, yeah, it means something. Yeah. And our average, you know, last year after all of our deer was way up there. We would go toe-to-toe with, dare I say it, Canadian deer, Ohio, Kansas. Our deer... We it's all management. It's it's really what it is. Year round management. Year round. We have a guy at the ranch right now as we're sitting here relaxing on the ranch working today. And do you know enough about what he's doing? Like for those of us that have properties that we're still kind of learning how to manage, could you shed some light in what we need to be doing this time of year? Uh right now for one, he refilled all of our feeders. Mm-hmm. We've still got, what, till Sunday. You, you don't. You do, but even if it's not hunting season, don't stop feeding your deer, okay? They can still need it this time of year. Everything's dead. Keep them. You can turn your feeders down, but have it go off. Uh, we backed off of our protein. We will start our protein program again in March. Uh, we're still filling water tanks. Uh, just there's, there's Keeping so, them around, Yeah, really. there, it just... Keeping your deer healthy and happy and low pressure. We could do a whole segment on deer management, and I'd probably get a lot of people calling in debate and tell us we're doing it wrong. You know, we may be in their eyes, but ours, we're, we're very successful. We got it half-ass figured out. Yeah. And, and killing a big, mature whitetail might be one of the most difficult things a guy has. And you've got men that's been chasing them for 20, 30 years and they come to us and we're like, well, you know, they get it done on the first go around. Yeah. They're like, where have you been <laughs> for my last 20 years of my life? Mm-hmm. I was talking with somebody, one of our listeners um, that is interested in the outdoors, but has never hunted, approached me and wanted to go hunting. And I said, well, let's let's look at maybe turkey hunting this spring as a first opportunity. And um, we were talking about what all it would entail and the process and um, you know, I think the, the assumption was you go hunting and you shoot something and you come home and you're done. And it was like, I mean, yeah, if, if you see a bird the first time you go turkey hunting, you may be able to get a shot and the shot may hit the mark and the bird may fall where you can find it and you may be able to harvest it, you know. Right. But, like, I've sat a lot of times and not seen anything. 
Um, so to be able to have those kinds of statistics for what you're doing is pretty remarkable. Yeah, and we have an even better turkey ranch than our oh deer ranch, but we kind of <laughs> keep that under our hat. And it, Different it, property? No, same property. Same property, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, we probably have over 10 flocks of 20, 30 birds right now spread across the ranch. Well, compared to last year, too, they were way down. Yeah. Woods County Gobblers. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but we, we try to keep our turkey population up by doing a lot of trapping and predator control. Let me ask you this. This is kind of a philosophy. I killed my first turkey this fall. I have only in the last 12 months really even cared oh, so about turkey. you did turkey. it with archery then? I did. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it was a really cool experience. Since then, I've, I've looked at deer hunting in a little bit different way. One of the properties that I hunt is covered up with turkeys, and the big bucks come out when the turkeys are around. Is that something you have run uh, no, into? No, I think that's coincidental. Is it? Ranch. Okay. Uh, because I have actually a couple of times this year taken my mouth call out with me deer hunting. Oh, fun. My, yeah. You know, thinking if I could yelp yeah. a little bit and chirp like, exactly, yeah. <laughs> thinking that maybe if the deer think that there are turkeys here, it How means there's works. not a predator. Did that work? Yes. It hasn't filled a tag yet, but it gives me something <laughs> yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> keeps you entertained. That exactly. That's the first I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. That's something I'm going to keep track of for the next couple of years. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So we do have a lot of uh, trail camera pictures of deer and turkey together. But Yeah. And yeah. it may just be, uh, like you said, um, coincidence. And, but... and our trail cameras, they run every day, 356 days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, yeah. They, they do, everything stays running. Even yep. though we're not doing You don't shut down. We don't shut down. And a lot of people do. And honestly, it's yeah. pretty cost preventative, right? Like, well, sure. it is expensive it to is. feed Absolutely. and do it these is. things. You're right. You're right. Uh, but you got to keep those. Deer are not these magical unicorn Bigfoot creatures. You just have to feed them mm-hmm. and leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Give them the habitat, the cover, the food, the water, and what they essentially need. And they will not leave your property. And people that have not grown up in the outdoors and in and, and hunting specifically families, a lot of times miss that relationship. You know, yes, we are going out and we're harvesting animals to feed our families. And yes, there is an element of sport and enjoyment to what we do. But like you're talking about year round conservation efforts yeah, to make sure the that land. these, to be a steward of the land and that the herd has the right balance of bucks right. and does. And, and, and give them age, 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 age. You got to get those deer mature. Yeah, absolutely. We're glad to have you guys with We're us. We're about out of time again. Aren't We're getting we? close. This is I exactly got what. This is exactly what happened last time I was here. You we run just, me out. I know it. I know it. You always say, "Man, I've got so many stories. We could tell an hour-long story." And you don't. So we're going to have to have you back for that hour-long yeah. story. Two things, real quick, Taylor. Number one, you know we're coming up on a year of the outdoor hour. Yeah, about wow. three months away. I think we started in April. I cannot believe we haven't been canceled yet. I know. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, one well, of those. Guests, this one might do it. <laughs> this one might do it. <laughs> which which means what a year? That's fifty two weeks. That's about fifty two times we've told the bear story. Yeah. Uh, but uh, one of our guests during the last year has been Skulls Unlimited. I know that you got. Your uh, skull back recently. I saw that on Instagram. I did. I'm glad you mentioned that. I am so proud of this thing. Um, it's the buck that I shot this fall with my bow, uh, and my dad was out with me, so he got to be there to experience all of it. And it's my first Euro mount. It was a. Uh, um, my guess is probably I'm gonna say like five and a half year old deer. Um, one of my buddies thinks even much older than that. I got the lower jaw, so I may have it aged, but you could tell he was past his prime in terms mm-hmm. of antler growth, but just a, a toad of a body, big, big deer. Anyways, it's my first Euro mount. Um, the guys over at Skulls Unlimited, Jaron and his whole team did such a great job with this. You know, they've got some, some proprietary, uh, details that we can't really discuss. And I don't even know the full extent of, but there's no like grime or film or anything like that. It's just crisp and clean. Um, they did such good work. They turned it around in like six weeks for me, which is unbelievable, um, you know, if you're not shooting big old 180-inch deer that the taxidermists want in their booth, you know, sometimes it takes you a year I or love more. Put it, on the, yeah. put it on the back burner. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm really proud of this. i got to figure out how I'm actually going to display it. But 
Um, if you're looking for a Euro mount, um, or they've got a lot of other products, you can actually buy skull replicas. They've got boxes that you can subscribe to, and they'll send you every month different bones and skulls from different things that they have going on. Um, check out Skulls Unlimited. They've got a lot of really cool stuff going on over there. Todd, thanks for uh, reminding me about yeah, that. Yeah, no problem. Sure. No problem. It is crazy, though, that we've come this far since our first show, which I think I recorded incorrectly. Yeah, uh, second. That, I think the that first was the one did show? okay. okay. Yeah, because Jace was here for the whole. first Oh yeah, that's one. right. The second one was when we talked to. Uh, who did we? Who we was had Bryn Chapman. Bryn, that's yep, right. Is who we didn't record, um, and we also had Kurt Kuklinski. Yeah, we need to get him back for an update. I know. I know. Bryn was. Uh, that was a terrible interview with him. I did him a favor. He was much better the second time <laughs> he around. He was much better the second time <laughs> around. Absolutely. You know, we have a saying. Uh, I used to work with the Oklahoma City Dodgers. Um, and people were, you know, always towing the line a little bit and are saying there was, you can do anything you want on your last day at the Dodgers. So we'll keep that in mind. You can, you can say anything you want on the last I'm episode of the Outdoor down. Hour. <laughs> That's a good one. Not today. Today is not that day. That's right. Guys, thanks for being with us. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, any final words for the listeners, for the people at Oki Hides, for your customers, anything like that? I'll kind of give you the final word here if you have anything profound. Rivers? Um, no. I mean, just come see us. Come walk around the shop, even if you don't want to you know, buy anything or yeah. you're looking for the future yeah. or whatever. I Oki- think what she's saying is the product speaks for itself. They do. Right? Yeah, they really do. <laughs> Okihides.com if you want to learn more. Uh, do you have the address at the top of your head? Where's the new shop? Where can people oh, go? Jeez, I don't even have that memorized. <laughs> mm, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> just give us a call. Yeah. Our phone number is everywhere on our website. Uh, give Okihides. us a call. Okihides.com. And we'll, we'll get you there. There you go. Perfect. They got that new space. You got to go over and see it. Check out the blinds that they're working on. It is unbelievable what they're yeah, doing. And we're hiring. And you're hiring. Yeah. There you go. Great place to work. Great people to work with. Go check them out. Okihides.com. All right, guys, thanks for being with us. On behalf of Todd Lizenby and Josh Stratton, who had to go actually do some Mule Deer Foundation work. Uh, so he took off a little early this week. Thank you to Roy Potter and Rivers Wind for joining us from Oki Hides for this week's episode. Uh, Todd, what's coming up next here? We got the soccer show. Yeah. We got the, we're in the middle of the transfer window. We've got some FA Cup action to recap from over the weekend. We got another Premier League weekend coming up. So. Ryan Chapman and I will have the soccer show brought to you by Oklahoma City FC and the Broadway Clinic coming up next. There you go. We'll give you a break here, give you a chance to go refill the uh, water bottle. and I need it. Jump right back in the studio. If you've got a story to tell, a lesson you've learned, or maybe you just want to say thanks to somebody who's introduced you to the outdoors, we'd love to have you on the show and let you tell that story. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at T underscore Maples. You can follow the show page at Outdoor underscore Hour on Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok. Connect with the franchise at the franchise okay, excuse me, at franchise okay, or the franchise okay.com. If you've got a business and you'd like to inquire about advertising inside the outdoor hour on the franchise in general or on any other Tyler Media properties, send me an email and I'd be happy to connect you with someone. Taylor.m at tylermedia.com. That's going to do it for the outdoor hour presented by Park Ridge Medical Clinic. Until next time, go boldly. We'll see you outdoors.